to the Big Bunch of Business podcast. Good afternoon. He <laughs> was doing his very smooth radio <laughs> presenter voice. Good afternoon, everyone listening in on this podcast. <laughs> smooth Radio USA edition. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, welcome back. It's good to be back. It's been two weeks. Yeah, we've been keeping uh, keeping it quite consistent. I can't. I feel. I don't feel no. like we can pat ourselves on the back yet. Yeah, we've done two. This is, this is our third. Yeah. True. Solid. True. Solid effort. How many is it how many times is it that people say you build a habit from? Uh, I don't know. I think it's like 70. Oh, okay. It's a pretty high number. Okay, yeah, we'll just keep going. It's definitely not three. <laughs> I thought we had it nailed. Mm-hmm. We'll just keep going. Yeah. So yeah, again, we've had a busy week. It's been yeah. just like even this afternoon, just been a hub of activity in here, hasn't it? Yeah. All things going it on. It has. I love. I love to see it like that. Yeah. I love to see Fika like that. What we've There's been lots doing today. Of different... Tell the fans. Well, so it's been an exciting day. This is. I feel like today's been the kind of day that I suppose technically we were all working today, but it didn't feel yeah. like work. It was a very. And you get although three... Rowan's looking there like he's about to pass out. <laughs> 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 I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what were we doing today, you both? Um, so, at around 7.30 in the morning, <laughs> I arrived at Fika. We had a quick little clear out of our backyard at Stamford. Uh, it was quite a quick one, wasn't it? Was it was actually, yeah, we nailed that. And then we headed to Fika Oakham. You've not, tell us, why are we clearing out the backyard, you Okay, we'll do that, yeah. yeah. So, we were clearing out the backyard because we are creating some outdoor seating in our, the at the back of our Stamford Cafe, which that is going to look really, really nice. That sounds really unexciting. We're creating Yeah, I did phrase it. Oh, it's been a long day. You know what? It's seven o'clock. Like, give me a break. Yeah. How would you phrase it? Go on. Creating an outdoor experience. We're revolutionising. <laughs> Casual dining. <laughs> so we're, we're revamping the outside area mm. in Stamford, which I feel like is looking, now that it's painted. Yeah. And, and it's got some, some, some greens. Yeah, the plants delivered. haven't been planted yet. Yeah, but just seeing the greens, the greens, <laughs> the, <laughs> the broccoli, the <laughs> seeing some the greenery out there looks. It looks really good. Yeah, really good. And I think you've got some good ideas of how to. You're always going for like a little. Don't put this all on me. If it if it no. doesn't look good, then it's him. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say you're always going for like a little Moroccan theme out there. Oh, not sure I would just pinpoint it to Moroccan. I'm mm. going for a colourful, funky theme. Out okay. There. There's going to be a lot of. Lo- Do you know what? I think. Where did you get the inspiration from that? A few different places. Mm. Do you remember ages ago? I said to you, I'd really like to do something that's not constrained at all by what. Like Fika's interior and vibe is currently. Yes. Yeah. And I kind of thought with that space, because it's not in the cafe and you can't really see it. Yeah. You can do what you want. With you it. can almost do what you want and get a bit like mm. creative and funky and it won't affect the rest of the cafe vibe or interior or anything like that. Yeah. So there was that. And then when Sophie went to that cool place in Oxford. Yes. Do you remember she sent a picture? Um, not. Casimir. Yes, that's the one. Nice. Um, and that was really, like, cool and different. And you said, oh, I'd love to do something really cool like that. Yeah. And I was like, do you know what? This is a great opportunity to do something small scale. 
yeah. that doesn't affect our operation. A little taster. Yeah, and just see what we come up with. Yeah, nice. So, um, and then one of my friends has, this is so rogue that I'm basing it around this item, but it's, I feel like... Is it the cushions? It. No, the parasol. Oh, the parasol. One of my friends has this amazing parasol um, that I saw, like she showed us like months ago. And when we were thinking about how, what to do with the outside area, I was like, oh, I'll order this cool rug, these cool fairy lights, whatever. Mm. Then I thought, oh my gosh, the parasol. We need a parasol like that in the outside area. So yeah. we're going to have... Yeah, so it's all just going to be really colourful and funky and nice. Yeah. Um, and we've just been getting it sorted and painted. You'll remember the cameo on the last podcast of uh, Tom, who was painting the outside. It's now been finished. Yeah. Um, and lovely Liz, who does all our planting and gardening that kind of thing she just dropped off some amazing plants yeah for the outside so that's all happening like in the next week or so yeah week two weeks it's taking very nice shape yeah i'm excited to see what it looks yeah, like yeah me too i'm ready to get it done i'm ready to i've got to build the sofas that's basically yeah. my job and then but. hopefully we'll still catch a couple of weeks of summer and warmer weather where people will be sitting outside kind of thing mm -hmm. so what else did we do today after that? After that, so we cleared that space out, ready for all of that to go along. And then we hopped in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Could you get any cringier? We hopped in the Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer, Ferrari. that's not true. <laughs> it is a, it's it's an, a red bath, but it moves like a Ferrari. <laughs> I guarantee it. Um, we went to Oakham, we had a little bit of breakfast there. Yeah, we quick met, content meeting. We met our main man, Rowan, there. We had um, a, a little discussion about what we're going to do today. Yeah. And then we went to Nottingham in the Ferrari again. <laughs> in the uh, Fiat 500 that Evo right. likes to claim. I'm, actually, I'm leaving. <laughs> it's a Ferrari. It's just getting ousted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And so in Nottingham, the plan for the day was we were going to do a tour of our, I was going to say our roastery. It's not ours. <laughs> I keep saying our roastery. It's not our It's roastery. a tour of the roastery that supplies our beans, our yeah. coffee beans. Stuarts of Trent Bridge. Yeah. Great you might guys. have seen it on our packaging for our, yeah. for our coffee already. Great guys. Um, but yeah, we wanted to go down there, get some content, have them talk us through the process of how they how they roast the coffee, like the different types of roasts that yeah. they do, where the beans come from, all of that basically start to finish of like yeah. the roasting And because we've been using Stewards of Trembridge since the start. Yeah. Really. Um, so we have quite a good close relationship with them. They've always been really accommodating of us. We always, yeah. we kind of do, like, you know, we use a roast of their coffee that very few other customers of theirs use. Yeah. Um, it's almost kind of like... They know that Fika always has the Papua New Guinea and yeah, it's quite a different roast and they're just really cool guys. And it's nice to use someone who you have a personal relationship with and that we can just go down to the roastery and like see how yeah. everything's done. And they'll take the time out of their day to talk us through everything and show yeah. us stuff. And It doesn't feel like they're just a supplier. No, definitely not. It feels not. like they're a, on some level a partner yeah. in in what we're doing yeah it's probably sure. one of the most important elements of yeah of what we do exactly and they have a great coffee shop um attached to their roastery as well so we went there and had a little um had a little coffee a little chat with mark who we um he's kind of our main guy over yeah. at stewart's 
Um, yeah, and it was just really, it was really cool. I'm, I'm not going to give too much away because it will come up in a video soon. Yeah. Um, but it was really cool. It was amazing to see like all the processes and be talked through everything and just the whole area there. Um, so it's in Snenton Market in Nottingham. Anyone who knows Nottingham probably knows Snenton Market. Mm -hmm. It's just a cool area that's, um, would you say it's still up and coming still or has it? upped and come yet or <laughs> no i would say so there seems to be a lot of businesses like yeah moving still to it's the yeah it's still not like they're fully creating, developed is it yeah definitely still creating a community within yeah uh, the area yeah seems really cool yeah, yeah i agree so it's just a cool up and coming area there's loads of other cool businesses like stewards of Trembridge and blend um like there's a really cool plant shop, some cool vintage shops, some like textile shops, a street art shop, just stuff you you don't really see on the high street or, you know, in the more mainstream areas. Mm -hmm. um, so I always feel like going somewhere like that gets the creative juices flowing yeah. a little bit. I don't know. Gets us a little bit out of the day to day as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what do we do after we hopped in the Ferrari <laughs> to Stewart's? <laughs> <laughs> we arrived at Stewart's in the Ferrari <laughs> and um, then we met, we met, we had a little coffee there from their coffee shop blend. And then we met Mark. He showed us around, he showed us around a little bit of Snenton Market um, and talked us through like basically what's been happening since they, since they arrived there. One thing I didn't know is that they're quite a, not an old business, but like a long-standing Yeah, business. I didn't know that. I thought they were like quite a recent yeah. development. But yeah, so the, he talked about like how they mm. came from, was it some industrial warehouse near, somewhere? Near Trent Bridge, yeah. 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 And that's, I guess that's why they're stewards of Trent yeah. Bridge. <laughs> um, and then they moved over to Snenton and then he showed us around the roastery and how they, we met the head roaster there. Yeah. Um, he's got a really cool hat. You'll see it. Yeah. <laughs> the and hat was great. The hat was great. I feel like I want one of those hats. Yeah, I think we need to get one. Yeah. We need to get a few. I think it was a hat made from... It's like the bags of, coffee. bags of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. It Maybe was. we need to um, get on that and that'll be staff uniform. Yes. Love Just it. everyone has to wear one Oh, that would be hats. quite a cool staff uniform. That and dungarees. Yeah. We would look sick. Right, can you get on that? Let me just write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then it, he talked us through basically a whole roast. It probably takes about Start. what, like 15 minutes? Yeah, it was something start like to that. finish. Uh, and he basically like talked us through all of it. Yeah. It's quite a scientific process. Yeah, definitely. It's like you're looking at like lots of graphs and yeah. like profiles and you're Don't adding you gas always and think, air. How did someone figure out how to roast coffee? It's, but I suppose it's like with everything, like yeah. who did this first yeah. and how did they figure out like, oh, you roast it for this long and then you cool it down for this long and then you, you yeah. put this much carbon dioxide in. Also, it. they've had so much time to like test. Rosie, when was it that the first goat herder discovered coffee? <laughs> what year was it? Was like, it was a long time ago. It was a hot minute. I think we should Google it because I don't yeah. know. I don't know if. Go on, but there needs to be a quick Google, Evo, not like your I'm Mildred's always... Google. <laughs> do, do you know? I feel like we need to do a public apology to everyone. 
Oh, it's an Ethiopian oh. legend. I don't even know if it's true, Rosie. Well, yeah, it's oh, or maybe. <laughs> legends are yeah. Oh yeah, fifteenth fifteenth century. Wow, I think. Really? That's, oh, n- that's not good. Coffee, <laughs> coffee cultivation and trade yeah, began yeah. on the Arabian Peninsula. By the fifteenth century, coffee was being grown in the Yemeni district of Arabia. There we go. Yeah, sports fans. So, so they've had a lot of years. They've had like five hundred years to figure out. Yeah, all these things. They probably weren't um, adding <laughs> using this much. graphs. Yeah, they probably weren't. They didn't yeah. have that many technical yes. things. But I feel like it's probably really developed over yeah, the last um, definitely. 20, 30 yeah. years. Yeah, and then we we just oh we went to their other site, um, Blend's other site, which was again really cool to see. Yeah, and we just walked around Nottingham for a bit, mm. saw the other cafes, you know, saw yeah. what everyone's doing, saw some great coffee machines. Went for lunch. Went for lunch, which was my highlight of the day. <laughs> I hope everyone's got some footage of Evo. Anyone who knows Evo on a personal level knows that Evo is just... See you later. Bye, Rosie. (laughs) Evo is just obsessed with food. I feel like Evo, all you do is talk about food. I don't just talk about it. I uh, eat it. Evo also has, like... (laughs) (laughs) What a weird thing to say. Right, it's so... Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> I just eat food. I bet you don't do this. <laughs> no, but you don't just talk about food. I feel like you get this real panic and concern if it's like been like more than two hours since your last meal. What? You and gonna... you're not quite sure when the next one's going to be. I feel like you start yeah. to talk about it in a really urgent manner. It's not good. You know, like the girls that will have like one iced latte a day and that's like their meal for the day. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how anyone does that. I have to eat probably like every three hours. <laughs> otherwise, you know, otherwise it's. Um... So I think within two hours, Evo was, had mentioned the word lunch. I'm just cautious. Time. It's one o'clock. We've not made a plan yet. <laughs> it's going to get, before you know, it's going to be three o'clock. We'll be walking into places. They'll say we're shut. And then we'll have to settle for a Tesco meal deal. I'm <laughs> not that, having it. Did that happen though? It didn't happen. It didn't. No, we actually. You took matters having... into your own hands. <laughs> I did. Actually, I didn't. Someone else found the burger. The burger yeah, true. We, we had a burger, guys. It was. On a, th- on a school bagging. day. How would you rate your burger out of 10? Oh, a solid. Eight out of ten. What would you rate yours? I would also go an eight. I would go an 8.5, but I feel like, because I got the one without any salad, the salad being onions and gherkins, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they would have made a big difference. Yeah. You got the same one as me. But I got it with salad. Yeah. I would have gone 8.5 with the onions and gherkins. Yeah. Anyways, an back to relevant topics. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just it keeps shooting me down. <laughs> so yeah, we've had a good day today, and it's just all around been. And then we came here. There was some barista training going on from head barista Rosie. There was some um, Liz was bringing the plants in and all the compost for tomorrow. A hub of activity. Rowan was setting up the new microphones. How have we not mentioned this? Oh yeah, we've got a real professional setup now. The Yeti Blues. <laughs> The Yeti Blues. Blue to match speaker colours, always. <laughs> Smooth operator, USA edition is back. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, it's been great. Been great. Been a great time yeah. recently. Yeah. But I feel like we're a bit over just doing updates for everyone. 
I yeah. think a like five ten minute update at the start of the podcast is always good. Yeah. I always like to know what people have been up to. Yeah. But I want to talk about something else. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about hospitality as an industry. Yeah. And what hospitality used to be, which is not necessarily a topic we know loads about. Yeah. Um, and I did actually listening to the last podcast that I said something, and I was like. I need to do a disclaimer that most of the time I don't know what I'm talking about. I, yeah. And I say things as fact that I do you not mean. You just open your mouth and things come out. Yeah. And I did think someone's going to come for me one of these days and be like, you are chatting shit. So <laughs> take everything we say with a pinch of salt. Um, My um, words are very thought through on the other hand. <laughs> not true. Everything I say has <laughs> a clear purpose. So... Yeah, so how the hospitality industry has just changed over the years. And and especially, I think I've seen a real difference in the hospitality industry in the last two to three years. Really? I think so. Two to three, that recent? Yeah, I think so. So basically as long as we've owned Fika. Yeah, maybe, no, maybe a bit longer. Maybe Mm. four years. Because I think we took Fika on at a time where that really started to be started to become more apparent that Mm. the industry was changing and the people who worked in the industry were changing and it just became more of an interesting industry i always think i think it's a very underrated industry highly highly always has been great entertainment great all day all day (laughs) long not for that reason but also (laughs) It's one of it's like an industry that everyone relies on hugely. Yeah. You want to go if you go on holiday, for example. Yeah. You are relying from start to finish on the hospitality industry. Yeah. Like your hotel or the equivalent meals, of Tesco your... meal deals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but you just you don't really think about that. You just expect it. Yeah. And and all the people that work in the hospitality industry, I think very often are taken for granted. Yeah. And not really given much credit. Mm-hmm. Same as, you know, like delivery drivers and everything like that. And there's been real talk about that Yeah, recently. But I really think that that is a big talking point. Yeah. And a big... Um, I've seen a big shift in people's attitudes towards that. Mm-hmm. And the kind of people who want to work in restaurants and cafes and yeah. all of that. What do you think? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on to my next one. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I think I think you're right. I do think, especially the point about the people that work in hospitality. Yeah. Highly, highly underrated. Yeah. I think. I mean, I don't think we get it so much at Fika. But no. There are places um, where. You, you can go where it is probably quite tough to be a, a oh, staff yeah. member to have people like raising their tone at you mm. all day i think and, some someone like a bar yeah is probably people, really tough yeah and people being to have drunk, drunk people and, shout at you all day and yeah definitely yeah. it does it, do, it definitely does build a level of resilience resilience i agree i would say resilience and not not knowledge, but um, you get a little bit of a sense of how to deal with people and yes. personalities yeah. better. Because you interact with so many different of them. kinds yeah. of people in different ways. How to read people 
better. Exactly. Do you, you know what? When, when someone people. walks through the door yeah. these days, there's like certain times when I'm like, I know exactly what this interaction is going to yes, be like. Definitely. Just from like. And what other industry? I'm sure there are some, but what other industry do you, in a day, interact with? Probably how many people would you say? On, on a busy shift. On an average day, if I'm behind the till, here. like, you're probably meeting, what, like, probably two... Like, two, three hundred people, yeah. at least. There are so few other industries where mm. you would meet that many people in a single day. Yeah. And times out by a week, of course, there'll be some crossover, like, not every single person will be a new p- person. Mm-hmm. But that is an insane number of people to interact with. Yeah. And that is always going to teach you something. It's always going to teach you something about people and something about yeah. communication. And I think, like, even for me, like, from experience and from my, like, journey from when I started at Fika versus where I am now, mm-hmm. I think it's really built my confidence with people. Um, I feel like I don't really... I probably wouldn't have been comfortable talking to, like, a crowd of people. Not, not a crowd, like, I'm not talking public <laughs> speaking. But say, like going into a crowd of people I didn't really know. Say if I was going with you somewhere um, and it was all your friends and I didn't really know them that well or I'd mm. only met them a couple of times, it probably wouldn't really make me nervous nowadays. Yeah. Just because I kind of think my communication is a lot better mm-hmm. and I can talk to people a lot better. Yeah. Whereas three, four years ago, I would have been a lot more nervous about that and would have been like, oh, what do I talk about? Like, what do I say? Yeah. All of that. Do you know what? That is a great point because one of the uh, turning <laughs> yes. points, one of the turning points in my career, I don't know if you know this story, but Ooh, when I'm I was excited. in second year of uni, I'd never had a job until that point. I was a bit of a... That's crazy. Yeah. I, know, I got crazy. my first job when I was 14, guys. Yeah, because you were spending money like there's no tomorrow. Nothing's changed. I was always a big saver. Nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah. So I got my first job when I was like, you know, it's actually time to earn some money in my second year of uni. And I would say I was quite introverted mm. before that. I still, I would say I'm still introverted. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I, maybe when you're with people you don't really know. Yeah. Okay. Mm. But in my second year, I worked, I got a job at like a pizza, a pizza place. And... I'd say I was quite, like, quiet at the start. Like, didn't yeah. really know how to... I was a bit nervous even, like, going up to, like, take someone's order or give them mm. their drinks or, like, clear their plates or whatever. Um, but by the end of that year, I had to apply for a placement um, for, like... Because I was doing engineering and yeah. in the third year, you do, like, Three an engineering placement. Yeah. And I would say having that job is what got me through the interview. I think I would have been terrible at the interview yeah. had I not worked at at that pizza place. Just because I like I got comfortable with a lot of interactions and the interview was then just another another interaction. See, isn't that crazy? Because yeah. no one talks about that. No one no. talks about the people skills that yeah. hospitality You do see you. it on CVs. Uh, like, this has helped me gain... I'm really good at working in a team and yeah it's it's always very conceptual but like that's like a real a genuine real example of how how it worked out I agree yeah so I I've seen a really different um crowd working in hospitality and particularly also that's maybe not fair to say but I would say 
particularly cafes and restaurants. Mm. I think it's being seen as less of a job. Yes. Now. Is that what you're saying? Not necessarily. I don't think so. No. I think it's still being seen as a job, but it's also being seen as a creative outlet. Yes. Like something, okay, here we go. Prime example. Baristas. I think only recently have they become yeah. um you know creatives and or seen as creatives and artistic people. Yeah. And people like doing an amazing coffee and latte art is an art now. Whereas yeah. I don't think that's quite new. It didn't that really is quite new. exist. No, exactly. And so, I think that And even even still, even nowadays, like ninety eight percent of coffee shops that you go into aren't gonna give you any latte art. No. Still not that not Exactly. Very it's new become thing. one of the artisan trades. Yeah. Definitely. So it started to attract it. I also think it attracts more creative people because there's a lot of people that um, you know, want to do their own clothing clothing brand or jewellery brand or, mm-hmm. you know, um you know, things like that that perhaps don't have the means to just do that or like they're just getting it off the ground yeah and need something else part-time to keep them sustained until their business is completely off the ground and they can just live off that yeah so that brings i think a lot of people in but then that's really cool because with with those um creative types of people you also get really good input into your brand yeah um and again, there's not, I don't think... Prime example of that. Here we go. Do you remember when we put that gantry up? Yes. Yes. And we oh were God, like, yes. oh, it looks horrible. Yeah. <laughs> get it <laughs> out. Of, to get, cry. It, get it out the window. <laughs> Take it down. Um, and then Lucy. Yes. Who works Shout at Fika. Very creative. Loves some plants. Yeah. And some fairy lights. Yeah. And you just, you just basically said to her, like, make it nice. I I was I gave her complete free range she was yeah. like do you want this I was like I here is I, I here, do not know what I want here is my card here is my go card to whatever shop you need to go to I don't care you need to get. spend whatever you need to spend yeah. make that look nice I and mean now it, does, now it does look really nice it it's looks, a real feature of the cafe it is I think that is such a good example from you yeah 10 out of 10 there we go brought that back mm-hmm. yeah so and why do you think that has what do you, where do you think the shift happened? And when do you think the shift happened? I, I don't know exactly when it happened, but I feel like it's, it's a broader thing that's been going on for a while. Yeah. Is I, I think, I think it's to do with people not wanting just a job that pays the bills anymore. Yeah. I think, especially after Everything's COVID, become less about money. Yes. I have found. I, I think so as well. I think people are like, people what's aren't, the point? Exactly. There's people I don't think are as interested in having a job that pays you so you know super well, but that also makes you miserable. There are actually I know nowadays very few people who would choose a job like that over a job yeah. that pays less. But whereas before it was almost the norm. Like you do something, you don't necessarily have to like and it. And you just accept that that's your life for 10 years so you can make or even money. Lo- or even until you retire. Yeah. But like, just make sure you earn enough money and like save enough of it yeah. so that you can live your best life yeah. from 65 onwards. <laughs> yeah. Do you think COVID was I think it was. An, I think it was, ha- it was definitely happening before COVID. Yeah. But I do think a co- COVID was a, c- a catalyst yeah. for it. 
Yeah, I think so. Because people just, all of a sudden, these jobs that were keeping people busy 24-7, a lot of them weren't really happening anymore or were happening from home and there wasn't the office culture or... And people had time to think as well. Yeah, reflect. Yeah. And think about, probably evaluate what's important to them. Yeah. Everything like that. And I do think there's been, yeah, that's, there's been, how many people have started their own, like, food trucks after COVID? Mm. You know, like chefs who used to work. I, I, I mean, this is a bit into the hospitality industry, but still, like, chefs who used to work ungodly hours. Yeah. Every week, yeah, take no holiday ever, never see their family, yeah. work all, all night and be in back in work early the next morning. Mm. Then during COVID, well, I I don't want to do this anymore. Start yeah. their own food trucks or their own food business. We've had chefs apply as well that like don't want to do the pub hours anymore. No, yeah, no. and are, are willing to because obviously we can't pay as much as a as much as a pub yeah. where they're working seventy hours a week. Yeah. Like our hours are different. Um, but they're willing to take that that cut to for a job that they enjoy a little bit yeah. more. And for and a bit more balance in their life. Yeah. Yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? Do you think that shift is going to carry on happening? Like, where yeah. do, what do you think the direction is from here? I think it's only... I think when I think about me personally, mm. and I see this in the world as well, I can't see myself ever physically being able to do anything just for the money no like if you if you said to me I agree. right now i'll pay you a million pounds to do x for a year but x was something that i hated i'd really really struggle to do I it i agree for a year i agree and i think once once you once you found something that you kind of like mm. and that you enjoy doing i think it's very difficult to go back mm. to something that you, you don't want to do yeah if even if there's a bigger financial motivator and where do you think something like this shift in um this industry where where do you think that leaves people not people companies like starbucks and costa and nero where it is more a bit automatic and more like a job i think they're gonna be the ones that that start to struggle um, to find stuff, yeah, I think. I think not yet, but I think maybe in 10, 15 years' time, I don't see why anyone would... Unless... I think those will be the jobs for anyone that is really struggling to find a job. Mm. But it's never going to be... I can see there being people that work at Fika for the rest of their lives. And not in a, like... Not in... Not in a... Like, because they, they can't be bothered to do anything else kind of way, but more in a, like, they come and they grow yeah. with us and yeah. they move into different positions. Yeah. I can see that happening. Yeah. Whereas I think when you get a job at Starbucks, a lot of people get it because they want something to pay the bills. Yeah. Not because they... It's their true passion and no. they fit in with the brand. No. So I think those brands will really struggle to find yeah. people that, that want, like... I think you're already seeing it a little bit already. I think everywhere, a lot of places in hospitality are, are, are struggling. Yeah. Um, from what I hear from other mm. people. But I would say we've been okay. Yeah. Would you say? Wood. I think we've definitely so been, we've definitely struggled a little bit as well. But I wouldn't yeah. say it's been as bad as some of the other stories. Some of the horror stories you hear. Yeah. Definitely. 
And also, on a lighter note, hospitality is just the best industry to be in. Yeah. There is no industry quite as entertaining. As we no. were discussing, what did we, we were say earlier? About it today. We could sit, you could go to the pub with 10 other people who you don't know, who all work in a cafe, and just have the greatest time dissecting that day or yeah. any like particular events that have happened or just, yeah. just entertaining moments in your day. And yeah. I just don't think you get that. No. Yeah, you can't go and do the same thing with 10 office workers who no. all work in different offices. And I mean, you probably could to some extent. Yeah. But I just think, and I also think it's a very, do you remember that time we were sat um, with other people from FICA plus some other people yeah. that had never worked in hospitality? And we were just <laughs> like, everything we were saying, everyone, all of us yeah. were just laughing. And they were and kind of sat there like, like we don't get it. <laughs> it's not funny. There's a, a real, like, what's the word? Camaraderie in yeah. hospitality. Yeah. Everyone gets it. Everyone's in the same boat. Yeah. And you always know, you know if a customer's being a dick, you'll yeah. always know the other customer who has worked in hospitality because they'll give you a little look like, yeah. it's okay, it's not you. Yeah. It's not you, it's them. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're always like, thanks, that's going to keep me going. Yeah. <laughs> you can always tell someone that's worked in hospitality yeah. versus someone that you you haven't yeah so moral of the story hospitality 10 out of 10 just highly underrated so just as a little side note Fika is hiring at the moment (laughs) (laughs) joking are we hiring hiring at the moment yeah we are hiring but that was just like lightly we're lightly hiring (laughs) as opposed to heavily hiring we could be aggressively hiring we could be aggressively hiring but we're not aggressively hiring lightly lightly hiring we just you know want to grow the Fika fam yeah yeah have yes. more creatives, more cool people, yeah. more vibes, more activities. Vibes, vibes, vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that bit out. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I think, think that's, that's a good, good place, place to, <laughs> to end <leave> it. <laughs> wow, we're just so insane. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other, any questions or comments any for us? Burning or anything questions. interesting? Or do you just want to go to bed? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you, you obviously we really enjoyed going out and seeing like, all the coffee, different coffee shops today, and seeing Snenton Market and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, do, where do you, where would you see if there was a place, another place aside from the three that are currently existing and in in the work yeah. at the moment? Where where do you see Fika, or what kind of place do you see? I'll let you take this one because I feel like you've got I feel like I know what you would say for this one well it's a tricky one because we've already said like we're probably not going to do any more fikas so I my initial response would be probably wouldn't be a fika but I don't think that it wouldn't fit in at all I think something like this in Nottingham would definitely work I think it could fit really well like especially To answer your question, in an area that's creative, that's doing something different, areas like Hockley and Snenton Market, where you have lots of different creative things going on, I think Fika would fit in really well in a place like that. I agree. Um, But it also doesn't have to be a Fika. It can also be something. Agreed. And I'd also, I would do any kind of operation like whether it's like this like a full-scale brunch restaurant with a fully operational kitchen and a chef and baristas and waiters 
But I'd also do a takeaway operation with um, like an amazing counter full of like savoury croissants and no kitchen on site and just amazing coffee and pastries and croissants and that kind of thing. Or like a not even a juice bar, but somewhere that does like great acai bowls or something mm-hmm. like that. That is something actually that is so lacking yeah, in everywhere. the UK. Yeah. Like a great... I know we only have like two months of summer, but I would have an acai bowl. Hundred percent every day for breakfast yeah. from somewhere. I know most people are going to be like, "Why don't you just do it yourselves?" There are reasons. Why don't we? Why? What just was the a, reason? <laughs> what was the reason? It's just a little, little bit too hard to do and do it really well. I think. For I the think you would need to almost specialise a little bit. Yeah, because you need um, a really good blender. The Pacific timing blender. needs to be good. Yeah. You know, if you're doing like four fries and an abba with poached eggs. For a table and an yeah. acai bowl. Yeah. You need to, you know, which the chefs are amazing at doing anyways. Yeah. It just comes with a We few... did trial it. Yeah. Didn't we? How did that work out? I it did work. There. It did work. Just, um, it's just hard to nail it every time. Mm. I think consistency is also one thing that's like, if you're going to do, if we're going to do an acai bowl, just like. If we're going to do a Fika's Avo, it needs to be incredible. It needs to be like the best Avo that people have had. And people do quite often say, like, yeah. our Fika's Avo is the best. And I just don't really want to do an acai bowl that I don't, I'm not 100% sure is going to be the best acai bowl every time. Acai bowl, yeah. Exactly. And I just think with like timing, space constraints, and, you know, it just logistically in the kitchens wouldn't work great. But I would definitely like to do something like that. Yeah. 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 Trademark that. <laughs> and maybe one day Fika bread. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. One day coming, coming, coming to a location near We you. saw a really cool bakery. Well, when I say really cool, I was really geeky about it. I do like it as well. It was just, the setup was exactly what I want. Mm. And it was a great size. It had all the equipment you need in there. It looked efficient. Yeah, and you also, like, you have that, t- you saw the two girls in there yeah. with their aprons on, they've got, like, flour all over yeah. their aprons. and I can just imagine, like, having some, like, great tunes in there, vibes, yeah. writing on the whiteboard, what needs doing, like, timers going off, you're getting caught lacking on your bread oven, and then yeah. you've also got that up. See, why would you go work in Starbucks when you can do that? Thanks. Mic drop. End of the podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to read it. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. I'm hoping they've recorded this out. I'm hoping it's going to Right, I think that's a good point to leave it. Yeah. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Well done. Week three. Only 67 to go until we build the cabin. <laughs> we'll get that one way or another. We'll be back soon. Thank you very much. Bye everyone. See, see you later. <laughs>